All right, here we go. Gordon's tired. Intel. Yeah, I am tired as hell. In this episode of The Fool Nerd, is Intel back? Wrong, wrong ba- camera. <laughs> Sorry. Is it that one? Yeah, no, I thought we'd do this one. No, that's when there was two people at the, the table. All right, so I need to just yep, turn there you this go. way. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's going to be a long day, folks. Yeah. It's already been a long day. In, okay, Intel, RTX, fake RAM. Got it. Okay. Yep, yep. In this episode of The Fool Nerd, is Intel back? And are we going to see RTX laptops? And finally, fake RAM. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 78. I'm your host, Gordon Ung, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. And Adam Patrick Murray is controlling the horizontal and vertical. Uh, hey, Gordon. Uh, hey, Brad. Do you guys like free stuff? I do. Uh, well, uh, for those who Depends. don't know, I I personally deal with the giveaways on PCWorld.com. Right now, we have two awesome giveaways, a OnePlus 6T and two Razer Nari headphones, the ultimate headphones, mm-hmm. the uh, shaking one. So I'm going to put the links in the chat, but if you're an audio listener, you got to head over to PCWorld.com and enter to win. Wow. Big, big, big win. Big OnePlus win. 6, that's pretty good. That's yeah. A, that's a good, that's a good that's prize. A good phone. That's that, an awesome That phone. Nari headset reviewed really well with us, actually. I'm kind of, once again, jealous that I can't sign up for that contest. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I think, that's the total bummer is we can't sign up. But yes, please do if you want a chance to, the, I wish, doesn't work with Verizon, though, I bet. Uh, What doesn't? OnePlus. No, of course not. Uh, yes, it does, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to sign up anyway. I think this anyway. is the first one. I have a, I'm, I'm also Kevin Durant. So I will also sign up under Kevin Durant. There you go. That's, Do it. That's my burner name. But um, we got big news. We got some big news. Oops. We have big, huge news. Huge news. Ryzen. Ryzen. Ryzen? I'm just kidding. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just I was trying to throw I thought it you off. were like using the rumor there. <laughs> I am so tired. I'm low energy, as someone would say, because uh, I am. Yesterday was an all day affair. Uh, most a lot of if you go to a lot of tech websites you'll be reading about it intel basically hosted maybe 40 or 50 select uh media and analysts to, uh, to brief them on their upcoming changes to their architecture yeah it looks interesting and i've already violated our rule by trying not to say architecture uh <laughs> the big thing though you got one per show and you just i got one it, so. i've already used it of course the big deal is we are um you know there's a there's a new 10 nanometer part there was, and if you haven't kept up on the on the on Intel's process issues, there was a ten nanometer Cannon Lake, which was delayed. I don't know, three years for God's sake at this point. Yep, it's supposed to. It was delayed three years. Uh, basically, Intel says, you know what, we're just going to give up on this thing. Um, there's a Nook and it's, there's a laptop with it. Yeah, and it's come out and it's like very weak cores and they don't have graphics enabled and. Yeah. It's not. It's not pretty. Um, yesterday, they says, "Hey, we got something new. We got these brand new cores. It's a redesign, major redesign." Uh, Sunny Cove, if I got that right. Yep. And then they also revealed two other cores that are going to be coming after that. Uh, after Sunny Cove, it'll be Willow Cove, and then it'll be uh, Don't Laugh Internet because I know you will. Golden Cove. I personally <laughs> like Cranberry Cove, but that sounds like an ocean spray drink. So, um, it's a major redesign. The reason it's a big deal is this is. The first major redesign to an Intel CPU in a hell of a long time. People don't remember, but Skylake that came out years ago, 
was turned into Kaby Lake at higher clocks, which was turned into Coffee Lake at higher clocks. And they just kept goosing that 14 nanometer process. Getting clocks higher, it's it's amazing what you can do with 14 nanometer, but it's for the most part Skylake plus plus, you know, plus. And now they've said, hey, we're gonna go in, we're gonna, we're gonna, this is our architecture. I said it again, but this, oh, that's their official, on, their official step is we're going to go in to the 10 nanometer process, which we've perfected in the part we never really ever shipped, but we're ready now to do the redesign. <laughs> and they have made the core, uh, they described it as a deeper, wider, and smarter, right? Oh. And uh, it's a five wide core instead of four for Skylake. It has uh, improvements. It's got larger cache. I think it's about a 50% larger L1. There's larger L2. There uh, are also improvements with instructions. So what they their approach with this new core, besides the fact that it's 10 nanometers, so they're going to get a goose out of that, we're going to, you'll get um, general all-around goodness in the existing operating system and, and parts because a lot of the performance enhancements improve performance without having to recompile or rewrite code. And then they were also adding a bunch of new instructions uh, for cryptography yep. specifically that will also greatly increase performance if you support it. You know, it requires a recompile. In fact, one of the things they showed off was a uh, a Sunny Cove chip, which everybody thinks is going to be called Ice Lake U. Intel, of course, did not actually officially call it that, but that's what the leaks indicated are probably well. called. Well, they didn't indicate that, but as you point out in your article, the uh, hardware that they were showing this this chip running on said ICLU right on it. So yeah, it could be there to throw us <laughs> off, but that does seem like it's ice ice like you. Uh, but they're showing a seven zip when recompiled to support the new instructions for uh, encryption. Uh, AES two fifty six was like a seventy five percent performance bump. So, but they understand. Developers rarely recompile, although that's pretty easy these days, and they often don't go back to update code. So they, they're they not saying you'll see 75% more performance. But yep. in general, you're just going to get it because there's a lot of uh, changes under the hood, the larger cache, it's wider, it's, you know, there's just so many things. It's it's a, finally a new core from Intel in, good Lord. Finally is the right word. Finally. <laughs> Is a, a natural. Uh, oh sorry. man, mute your phone. Yeah, I forgot to do that. <laughs> and there was an all day thing, and that's just a, that's just the tip of, of the surface of the stuff that Intel, Intel talked about. I think that's probably the most relevant because that's what's going to be most immediate. That's what we'll probably we will see next year. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, if it's a U part, as that sort of mount indicated, it'll go into laptops, you know, ultra portables, that kind of stuff. When it's going to make its way into desktops isn't known, but I would hope, you know, they get it out next year. They are, you know, usually there's not that much of a lag. It depends on how much of a yield they're um, going to have. I don't know. I'd be kind of skeptical for next year for desktop because if they're planning on laptops first, they already said that they're expecting 10 nanometer ship at like the holiday season next year. Yeah. So I would expect desktop to maybe be CES after that. Boy, that's a long time, though. So, you know, I mean, that, that is a, like, oh, I don't listen. Let's not let's not be the buzz killer yet. Let's not be the buzz killer yet. There's also uh, other cool stuff. Um, what else? Graphics inside graphics. the cores or graphics. Yeah, there's a, they're saying it's a one teraflop uh, graphics core in the Gen 11. So uh, KB Lake Coffee Lake is Gen 9. Um, Gen 10 basically was what was in Cannon Lake, which 
you know, was <laughs> locked away in a basement somewhere at this point. It was so good that the chips that they did chip didn't include <laughs> graphics working. It's so. crazy, right? Because their roadmap is like Gen 1, 5, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, you know, 9, and then 11. It's like you really expected to go. I really like, you're like, well, why is it Gen 11 now? Why is, why is it, why isn't it Gen 10? I was like, well, because Gen 11 is faster. You know, we just, <laughs> most other graphics cores only go to 10. Oh, oh we're going to turn it to 11. Yeah. Right. And it's like, and then of course you have to say, well, why not just make 10 faster and make that. The, but I'm glad you asked that question. Cause that was totally what I thought they were doing. <laughs> I, it does seem like a spinal tap moment. Yeah. It was not though. They did not get that crazy with it, but, um, probably lawyers would prevent that but yeah teraflop uh integrated intel gpu is really exciting because like you say in your article the amd ryzen 5 2500u which is a laptop chip with vega 8 graphics is 1.1 teraflops so right. theoretically that'll put it roughly in the same ballpark as those vega integrated graphics right so they'll i mean it's a big difference right 24 eus to 64 eus so it's a big step up they're getting a lot more serious, and also a new video engine or improvements to the video engine. Thirty uh, percent improvement in HEVC encodes, decodes, hmm. and I imagine you'll see that in maybe other things too. So, like for those people, like Dan, like Dan built that uh, coffee lake box because he wanted QuickSync. Yeah, so I mean, QuickSync is actually getting to be a really nice checkbox item for it. I mean, ha, these so how how much of a step over current integrated graphics are we talking? Uh, for H.265, Sorry. 30%. Yeah, Adam was not even listening. No, I, not you know, trying listening. to deal with all this stuff. Yeah, we'll Chat, this stuff chat's but... arguing about, uh, Star Trek versus Star Wars. What? But, yeah. Star it's Wars. not Star Wars. Star Trek. Uh, no, Star Trek. Star Trek. But, uh, <laughs> the, the part that's interesting to me about those graphics is they said they were going to support Adaptive Sync before. This is the chip that they're actually going to support it in. And if the graphics step is that far forward to put it on par with the low-end Vega 8, you know, graphics to have adaptive sync paired with that. That's, that's a really enticing budget combination. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it seems like it was a natural fit from the get go Intel has said they would do adaptive sync, which, you know, most AMD fans know is free sync for, for a long time. But uh, they said yesterday, it's like, yeah, you know, it took a long time. It just, it's not like just, you just like add it and it works. Mm -hmm. But so they're now yep. to that point and they showed off a uh, Tekken, which I don't mm -hmm. play fighting games, but it was <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. Uh, but latency is a is an important part of you know, and frame rate, frame pacing. You know, fighting games are are important that way, but it's traditionally not a PC game necessarily. So. Yeah, I think they also wanted to show off that there the significant tearing you would see because they uh, were running a 1080p medium, so with you know on the Gen 9 part. Obviously, the frame rate was low, and you saw a lot of tearing because you'd run with VSync off because it just it ain't got enough. And then they showed it with Sunny Cove, Cranberry Cove, with and it was you know <laughs> I I don't get that reference. Why you keep saying I Cranberry Cove? But I really just, don't get that reference. Sunny Sunny Cove sounds like Sunny Delight. You know, it just kind of like it just takes you into the supermarket aisle where there's all kinds of like oh is that ocean is spray that the thing? And, oh. Well, Sunny Cove, right? That's like yeah, Sunny. And I guess I wasn't thinking that. You ever you ever notice this about Sunny Delight? I mean. I, Sunny, I haven't Sunny D. Sunny <coughs> excuse D. Excuse me. It's called Sunny D. Sunny on the D. Street. You don't have to refrigerate it, man. You don't <laughs> oh, have, yeah. Have to no, you don't have it. to. Huh? It's not like, actual orange juice, but it is delicious. <laughs> well, it is orange juice, well. as in it's orange colored. <laughs> it's it's orange drink. It's, not, it's also not, yes. <laughs> People drink. who don't know this, you don't know this, you're not exposed to it. You're not allowed to legally call things juice unless it actually has, like, you know, juice from fruit in it. So something called a drink has basically is it's so little actual juice content, not legally allowed to be called 
Juice. Oh, sunny yeah, sunny D. D's, sunny D's an orange drink. Oh, orange drink like orange juice? No, like it's no, orange. Yeah, like it's it's like Fanta. Um, orange. But yeah. uh, uh, Tekushan on YouTube says uh, Sunny Cove sounds like a retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and it, you know, oh, we just go down yeah. a Willow Cove. No, no, not Willow Cove. You go down a le- make a left, and then Sunny Cove. Sunny you sign Cove. Sign in the front. Ah. Uh, you could, yeah, I'm sure they I have pretty it. long visiting hours. You could see your um your dad there. You're like, you know, Gordon, you left him there at the old folks home. Never going to go. My God, my kids are going to check me into Sunny Cove. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and e- e- Lopez says uh, even the cut down IGPU on the Pentium line gets a nice boost. Uh, is that true? Uh, I don't know. I would imagine it would because they use the same core across, you know, all the parts. They yeah. probably just cut down the number of EUs as they, as they get to lower end, oh, lower nice. end, lower end chips. What else is new? I mean, uh, and the, this is, what interested me. Yeah. Are we talking about the chips or in general now? Uh, the chips. Let's talk about the chips. Because Sunny Cove, I thought was like, that's something concrete consumers can wrap their heads around. Well, something that was interesting to me that's kind of broader picture is your other article where they said, you know, they have been stuck on 14 nanometer for so long and it's really hurt them a bit. It seems like what I was reading between the lines because they tie architecture and features so heavily into the manufacturing process. I right. said that word all wrong. Uh and since they've been delayed, the manufacturing process has been an issue rolling out features. And they said in the future, they're separating out the architecture and the features and IP from the manufacturing process so they can keep going even if the nodes don't shrink. And I find that really interesting. Yeah, and I think they really sort of speak to the traditional um, – God, I hate to use all the – we're using architecture, architecture. And cadence, but the usual – Pace that Intel goes at, right? Because normally you say, you say cadence. Actually, every time you say architecture, I'm going to do that. Oh, wait. so they, <laughs> so they they would uh they would like, hey, we're going to do um, they'd have say 30 products, and then they go like, well, we're going to go from 22 nanometer to 14 nanometer, and they talked about this yesterday. They said, now let's roll everything over to you know 14, right? That's just kind of like, yep. like you know. Everybody, you take a step. Now I take a step. Now you take a hit. Now I take a hit. You know, um, of Sunny D. And then, <laughs> but they're saying like, look, we have so much stuff, so much IP, so much. We're just kind of like, we're going to make things go where they can, right? So we're not going to be totally dependent. And yeah, I mean that. It and and I will say the one thing that is the bigger picture item because clearly Sunny Cove is going to become a nice like you. Who knows? Pretty soon it sounds like. But the the big news is it really it felt like a very different Intel meeting i gotta say you know i've done a lot of intel meetings you know some of them are very 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 formal you know like you just feel like you're just like you got to sit at attention because like (laughs) and then some of them are you know they just they rarely get as loose and frank as as they were yesterday and they were Mm -hmm. really you had murthy in there who's you know the chief architect he had roger doing the presentation the whole big thing or basically saying they're going to be concentrating on you know their engineering there's six pillars of engineering which you know security process architecture all this other stuff ends up <laughs> we're going to be focusing on these things to get us to the next you know the next next thing and they also brought out jim keller who you know mm-hmm. is a very respected chip architect the person credited with largely you know um, architecting uh, zen for amd before leaving mm-hmm. to go to tesla i think right he went yep. from amd to tesla and then AM, uh, intel picked him up about six months ago um I find it interesting that all three of those names you just said weren't at Intel three or four years ago. Yeah, I mean that says a lot about it, right? That's I mean well, yeah. it just well. And I was going to ask, so is this what Raj has been working on the the IGPU stuff? 
Uh, he, I mean, I, he's actually a step higher than I, I think definitely involved with graphics and, oh, and the last thing, of course, they did have a name for their next. So from gen 11, we're going to go to Z. <laughs> I gen think Z? that's how it is. What X, about gen X? It's X E and it is the name for the graphics that will be used in uh, IGP as well as data center and discrete. Huh? You know, I, it's just the name. It's not really worth hyping up. Right. So, um. Uh, Roger, I think as a as a large role, so you're sort of steering, kind of manage all the architecture. Arc, we're, we're there, we're, there it goes again. No, drink. Wait, hold on, I didn't. Oh, and got a drink. It's a drinking game, but they <laughs> they they are you know basically you know focusing on sort of engineering instead of other things. And then uh, Jim Keller was out there, and Jim Keller is kind of known for saying things that might get you in trouble, right? I and I've done plenty <laughs> of briefings with. Uh, chip architect designers and Intel, they're very guarded. And they it's always like you can see them going through their head to make sure I'm going to say something where I don't get my ass in a sling with the lawyers, right? Yeah, that's like the, the lawyers are going to... The angels and the devil on their shoulder, they have a little corporate lawyer on their shoulder. Right, because they have a lot. It's a big company with a lot of money. A lot yeah. of lawyers are always out to sue them for, you know, shareholder or whatever stuff. So, But Jim Keller's out there. He's like just... Being Jim Keller saying stuff like he was, I, he said, he said like, you know, no engineer uh, you know, wakes up every morning hoping to engineer, you know, to to just squeak out five more five percent more performance out of whatever they're working <laughs> on, right? <laughs> he was sitting next to Steve from Gamers Nexus, and we both just kind of like, you know, like, you know, like the snort, like <laughs> that's, that's what Intel's been doing for the last six years, you know, or, I, you know, every time five percent. Yep. So, but I mean, his approach is like, yeah, we're going to do big things. He he really, the, the impression I got uh, from Jim Keller was like, yeah, we're, you know, who's in charge of a lot of the, the chip design stuff at a high level. And he's saying, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're, we're going to go for the win. We're going to reach for the brass ring. We're going to try to do crazy things. He said, mm -hmm. he said, uh, chip architecture should be either, you know, either really awesome or funny or something like that. And, you know, hopefully you know, the, we'll do something funny in it. And then they have Raja up there and Raja likes just love, you know, he had this picture of himself with Raja inside and it just <laughs> so <laughs> unlike any Intel kind of press media briefing. I think I've, I've ever gone to because they just rarely get that off off leash. And it felt like it was very off leash, you know, and, and then Murthy himself was saying, you know, in response to the Q and A, is like, yeah, <laughs> we screwed up ten nanometer. You know, we screwed it up, and yeah, we're that's why we're suffering right now. So, yep, I it was really it's very interesting. It's it, it really felt like this is that point, that inflection point where Intel's like, oh, we got to wake up and and get our get our crap together, otherwise we're going to get our asses handed to us by everybody else. So, mm hmm. That makes me, this makes me real interested, the fact that they're switching to Sunny Cove from Cannon Lake. Because you remember there was that report from uh, Semi-Accurate about how they're significantly changing the underpinnings of 10 nanometer. And they said, we're not doing that. Don't know what you're talking about. So just interesting to see in the wake of that report. I'm curious to see what the actual differences are between Cannon Lake and Sunny Cove when that happens. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I and there was another one, too. Wasn't there um there was a, a story this week saying that they were working on seven nanometer as well, or they have a seven nanometer. And it's still going separate from 10 nanometer full speed ahead. Right. Oh, and you know, the other cool thing, which is this just so much we're, we're, uh, we're leaving so much behind, but the other thing that they really talked about is uh, this, I'm going to screw this up. It's like fervious, fervous, 
It's like a Transformer name or something like an evil Transformer name. It's fervent. Apparently means fast in Greek, but the whole idea is, you know, we did EMIB. We proved that EMIB would work by building, you know, we used it in our, you know, Vega core part. They use EMIB to tie the, the HBM2 based Vega with their CPU. The next progression of that is stacking. So they're going to be able to actually stack die so you could have a 22 nanometer part on the bottom a 10 nanometer on top and then you can just sort of add what you want to this die it's very lego like almost yeah i mean you're not i mean and then they they actually so one part that apparently they they have is like they have you know two chips and then on top of that is you know pop memory which is just you know memory on top so it's a really really tiny package you could see that going for you know tablets like this uh this tablet right here by the way yeah, yeah you, you know you had people asking like where where's your your macbook you, you got the new laptop huh yeah you Is know that I, the, new, the snapdragon one yeah i should i should break that out but like, we couldn't <laughs> wait for it to start no and this is um this is something Damn, i have logged in i burn. the last the last uh, uh laptop finally quit after one really bad drop on it so <laughs> but they just there are just so many really you know cool things that they're working on and then the officials there were saying like afterwards everybody was having drinks and the engineers like you know we've been working on this stuff forever like optane somebody was saying like we started that in like 2006 or something like that and you're just now seeing it emib all these technologies have been in work for more than a decade and it just takes a long time for it to you know finally get to the point where you can make it and and they're yep. there with some of these so and actually be able to sell it and use it in products too right <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So now to be, you know, Buzz Killington, the question is when, right? So, yeah. and I got to wonder if they, you think, you think these, these, cause they didn't say when we would see these. I'm going to guess that we're going to see Cranberry if, Cove, Sunny Cove <laughs> early next year, maybe. I, I still think it'll be late next year because they have said, unless they change their guidance, which I don't think they can just do in a meeting like this legally. Without telling investors first. Yeah. Because uh, they had told investors before 10 nanometers is going to be holiday or late later 2019. So if these are coming to laptops first, you saw in a Ice Lake U, maybe chip. Uh, that's what I would expect. I would expect laptops towards the late end of next year and maybe desktops at CES. Yeah. <laughs> CES 2020, not 2019. Yeah, see that is that if that's true because I, I I haven't followed any of that. I, that is going to be a long, long time, right? Yeah. Well, they can still roll more stuff out. Yeah. Middle next, early next year. Well, there's rumors of a 10 core, right? Yeah. I nine part, right? In small mm -hmm. socket, 1150x. It'd be, it'd be nice to have a, a nice break from reviewing CPUs for you. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have a lot of people in the chat uh, continuously talking about the AMD rumors. And uh, so I wanted to bring that, how, you know, how, how do we... Say Star Trek versus Star Wars. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, that, that went on for a while, too. Uh, you know, how do we see the AMD rumors, which are just rumors right now, you know, comparing to this stuff? Because, you know, that's that, we got to put that into context as well. Yeah, so let me just give you the the quick hit is uh, Door TV supposedly got these leaked, you know, specs. Um, he's a YouTuber. Um, yeah, good channel. Based in Sweden. Is it Sweden? 
Uh, somewhere in mm, Europe. Sure. I don't know. It's all the same to me as an American. Sorry. Sorry, folks. But Scottish, I know that. Uh Ryzen 3, 3300, Um, the crazy thing is we're talking according to the numbers he has, Ryzen 9, 3800 X, 1632, and then Ryzen 9, 3850, 1632 at a 4.3 and 5, 5.1 turbo. $500 May 2019. Right. That's that's sort of like hmm. It sounds crazy because we're talking about AM4. Yeah. How would you fit that in the socket? That would take some work to fit that in the socket, I would think. Well, I mean, it's smaller because it's 7 nanometer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I think it's, yeah, people are super excited. These these rumors are insane, right? I mean, the, if it the, turns those higher clocks. True, that's very exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look at this. So, like, the, the, the classic $200 price point for most people who don't want to step too far Ryzen 5, 3600G, so it must have, uh, oh, okay, yeah, come on. It's got integrated Navi, 20 Navi CUs for $200, Q3 2019. Hmm. And then you have, yeah, good Lord. I mean, like, so they're saying Ryzen 3, 3300, 612 for 99 bucks. And Ooh. then, uh, and then a Ryzen three. And that was the interesting part to me about those rumors is that uh, if they turn out to be true, which who knows at this point, those are very ambitious numbers. Yeah, uh, they're getting rid of quad cores, basically. So that's yeah. the interesting part to me. And, the, and if that turns out to be true, it would be the exact opposite of Intel because with the nine hundred series, like aren't i3s just straight four cores now i5s straight six core yeah i think so so this would be you know ryzen 3 being six cores 12 threads which is a lot more than just four i3 cores with no hyper threading so yeah <laughs> i mean intel would have to change up if they're real but and not, not of course people are super excited about this because it's like really 500 dollars for a 16 core 32 thread uh, Ryzen that that'll hey, hit five one on turbo. Last year, when you said the eight core Ryzen eighteen hundred X is going to be five hundred bucks, I thought you were crazy. <laughs> and they did it, so they did yeah. do that. That is, <laughs> but doesn't that also eat into to Threadripper? Um, well, the Threadripper would keep going, I guess. I guess. Uh, it's going to be tough to. We're sort of like end of the road on on core count for consumers mm-hmm. for any, any. There's hardly any practical use for a normal person anyway for it <laughs> I, I mean really it's the higher clocks that's the the more interesting yeah. part yeah so to be buzz buzz killington so we're gonna do the <laughs> buzz kill because it was like super jazz about these rising rumors because it looks you know like hey that's that's a great great set of jazzy numbers uh joel over at her stream text like yeah these these are like way too good to be true <laughs> so <laughs> it does seem like yeah uh that does seem too good to be true it does it is hard to believe, but you never know. It is possible. AMD goes crazy with stuff. You know, they've got the new 7 nanometer process. They could do it, I guess, in theory. But I also kind of like, really? A Ryzen 5 with 20 Navi CUs for 199 You know, that seems like, wow, that that's... That would be nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's real or not. But I, no matter what, I think uh, next year, if AMD is probably going to be running the desktop. Right. Yep. I mean, Intel yep. will have they have good parts, but they're not really coming down on price to meet AMD. 
And then seven nanometer, uh, seven nanometer horizon price. They've been increasing in price. The 9,700 K costs more than the 8,700 K did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know this isn't our, uh, predictions episode, but you know, do you think this is what, uh, Lisa's going to talk about at CES or is that too soon? I, th- I don't know. I mean, she will, I honestly think it'll be cause she's going to want to come out with, you know, both, both guns blazing. I think it'll be Navi announcement. Don't know about availability, and I think it'll be about Ryzen, Ryzen specs, and an awesome demo on Ryzen. Mm. So I, I think it'll be. But you know, the dangerous thing about leaks and getting people too hyped is if it doesn't match reality, and re- people's expectations are come back to, to the planet when you bounce off the surface of the Earth. People are really angry. Which, That's what happened to Radeon Vega. Like everyone was all pumped for Vega. Oh, you know, AMD itself put out poor Volta you know easter eggs and its ads and then when it came out with gtx 1080 performance and not even 1080 ti there was a big thud yeah so it's really dangerous you gotta you gotta be careful companies have to be careful about how they manage expectations and you know i'm i'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist i would think if you want to hit your competition is you build up too much hype to make it unmanageable and then all the backlash is on them it doesn't come back to you so <laughs> but who knows? Who uh, knows, right? What, what, to, be, to be a little bit, even if those core count changes don't happen, like Adam was saying, if it can actually third gen Ryzen or whatever it's going to be called, <laughs> Ryzen 2, whatever, uh, manages to hit five gigahertz, that'd be great. I'd be very happy with that. Yeah, I would imagine they're, it's going to solve a lot of their clock problems on these, <laughs> these next parts. I mean, they they have to. That's that's still where they they lack, right? I mean, the core count that that's all fun and and well, but like you said, a lot of people even in the chat are like, "Hey, if I'm just gaming, I still don't necessarily need all the cores. Uh, the cores are fine. It's the clocks." Yeah. At the same time, they're also going to be. This will be the same part that will probably go in against Sunny Cove. Mm-hmm. So Sunny Cove is finally Intel's redesigned core. So I imagine AMD has also done enhancements to it. So we'll see, right? I would hope so. Actually, no, yeah, wait, they we, talked about it already, but I guess we'll have to, we won't see the actual, because we saw the, a preview of the cores with Epic. We'll have to see what we get when, you know, the parts are actually. Yeah. Get. I mean, we, we got, what, uh, un, under a month left till CES, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there, so we'll, we'll talk Ugh. about it. Uh, but in, in interest of time, we should probably move on to the uh, the next topic, oh, unless yes. there's anything else you want to say about this? No, I mean, let's just wait. I mean, I tell you, it's a good time to be in P- As much as everybody wants to complain, it's a damn good time to be in PCs. Yeah. It's a damn yeah. good time to be in PCs. And all the, those those Snapdragon, uh, you know, meetings, too. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was actually, I was actually very encouraged by reading Gordon's report. Not necessarily of the Sunny Cove CPUs, but his, you know, secondary article that's talking about how they're restructuring the engineering plans and separating out, separating everything out. Uh, like this seems like a new Intel to me, and that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you got a really good point. <laughs> Murthy, Raja, and Jim Keller were not at AIM, at Intel three years ago, right? So it really feels like sort of a new Intel, which is good to bring in new blood and make big changes. So, mm-hmm. all right. We'll, well see, right? speaking of rumors, huh? Yeah. What about some more rumors of some you awesome RTX graphics? Adam spends all last week shutting down our <laughs> awesome segways, and then he comes to the table with this. This it's yeah, true. He's, he's moving it along, folks. He's moving <laughs> along. Yeah. What are the rumors? 
RTX and laptops. I I'm I'm curious because uh, I mean we're talking about power hungry and and hot cards, right? You know, then that doesn't really mix well with uh, with laptops, correct? I you know I will say I had a conversation with someone at an unnamed company about it, and I mentioned like yeah the rumors Elena at PC World. Yeah, no, no, it was it was a it was a competing graphics technology company, and um, oh, so Intel. And, and I did not meet with them yesterday. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it was it was 3DFX. No, <laughs> creative when when uh, when our buddy was here, and you know this person was you know again very 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 on message. But I was like, yeah, what do you think of these rumors? Because there were some rumors of of RTX laptops at CES was the rumor, and this person said, does that make any sense? Gordon? I was like, well, no, but doesn't mean anything, right? I mean, no, it doesn't make sense because it seems like it's a really big, expensive die and then now jam it into a really thin laptop. Well, and, and you're see, still that's where these rumors are interesting to me because the desktop RTX cards that we've seen so far are the 2070, 2080, and 2080 Ti, which are the big, expensive dies with all that extra Tensor Core and RT Core hardware built into it. This rumor is for an RTX 2060, which a desktop version of that has not been announced yet, and 2060 Max-Q. And there's still debate of, over whether or not that'll even have, even if it's called RTX, the actual RTX technology inside of it. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> I Yeah, that's interesting. Could you imagine a card branded as RTX and not having ray tracing? Well, but they can't do that. I mean, that's, why not? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess they can. They, but. they could still make it to GTX 2060. Right. But, so, but, which, but, yeah, they still need to talk about. But are you sort of implying that they might do a, a non RTX part without and still call it RTX? Or, well, these rumors say it's called RTX 2060 and like these Geekbench and 3D Mark right. leaks. I have trouble seeing them cramming all that technology into a laptop and having it not last like 30 minutes oh, oh. <laughs> well well in the yeah. thermals are big yeah I, yeah yeah but well, also i mean like they like nvidia is still trying to to get support i mean you know like like why put this the rtx stuff in a laptop if the support's still not even there i mean this seems like putting the cart before the horse right i mean well yeah well the other thing is like you don't you know what happens is like you know why should we build a um a, a seven lane highway let's wait to people actually you know the traffic is there it's just a waste of money well mm-hmm. then you have seven lanes of traffic and you're just screwed you do it ahead of time i i think that's unfair and i actually kind of would be interested to see if i i didn't even think i didn't even consider that because honestly i considered a foregone conclusion that we're going to see rtx and laptops yes the rumor is true i believe it's true uh, I had actually heard speculation as early as Computex that it might come in, you know, but yeah, this is uh, we've seen leaks in Geekbench, two 3D Mark entries and originally in the Final Fantasy 15 benchmark. But do so you think places? Hmm. here's my question, though, is what if they come out with these next generation parts? They're based on these dies, but there's no ray tracing. Are people going to get angry now? Now, <laughs> well, but uh, I mean, unless unless they really push what they should have pushed before is the performance improvements. You know, like it, well, there were performance improvements, man. I, I know, but 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 when he got on stage, you know, he just he really focused on the RTX stuff, which is cool. 
but you know like the performance improvements uh, is is what you could push and be like hey and then as an added bonus you also get some ray tracing ability i just i get, i just want to say i don't want to see people go from like man video you wasted our time on rtx nobody wants this ray tracing stuff well how come you made ray tracing laptops without ray tracing i want I think it's, it's going to depend on your mind, Internet. <laughs> it's going to depend on how they message and develop these things, which NVIDIA is typically actually very good at. I yes. think their marketing, but RTX 2060, if it's an RTX card that doesn't have the RTX hardware, I think that's when that will happen. But, you know, I think if they release a GTX 2060 and the rumors say it falls somewhere in performance between a 1070 and a 1070 Max-Q, uh, fine, great, that'd be awesome. And then maybe a little bit further down the line, make an actual RTX-enabled, like 2070 mm-hmm. for laptops, but have it be for, you know, like the big Alienware, so the big Origin PCs or whatever. Do you think they would, but would they first announce and release that in a laptop? Or would they talk about desktop first? If it's a, a GTX 2060? Uh, or, I would not yeah. be surprised if they launch a 2060 at CES that they also announce it for the desktop at the same time. Mm. I would think it would be simultaneous. I, I have a prediction. They need new technology in laptops. We've had the 1060 in laptops for two years, man. If they have you know these new improved Turing GPUs, even if you can't squeeze the rtx you know the tensor cores and the rt cores into it if you can make a a faster better 2060 do it and put it in laptops we're looking for something new so brad it won't have ray tracing though i just i just i just can't imagine like like well the internet's really angry it could be a good way to get some goodwill back like you know hey you know like <laughs> it won't be goodwill adam <laughs> you don't think People so are gonna get angry so. like what i want a laptop with my next generation ray tracing uh, capabilities no I, I don't like, think oh, come on i don't think people are gonna be angry about that <laughs> I, I was watching a video today uh, uh, with Steve on Gamers Nexus interviewing Scott Wasson from A&D examining frame times. Oh, yes. And at one point in the interview, he goes, I'm going to channel my inner Gordon right now. We did the same <laughs> oh, really? Here, and now I'm going to do what Gordon did to me. I'm the internet, and I'm mad. What do you have to say to this? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> Come on. You just you just know people are going to be like, what the hell? Where's my ray tracing? And then it's just like, oh, no, really? I, I don't know. It depends on the name. I think if yeah. they do it, if they call it GTX 2060, I think it wouldn't. If they call it RTX 2060 and it doesn't have ray tracing, I think it would be exactly what you're saying. But I think if they manage to message it a little bit different, it might be different. Well, yeah. So, you know, it's like, hey, okay, we're going to release uh, GTX 2060. We got the desktop and the laptop. And, you know, you get this performance improvement and it's the same price. You know, like we're not going to increase price either. You know, like that's that's goodwill. Like, you know. All right, it's an me, option. It's an option because you still gonna, you still right. allow ray tracing at the high end, but then you give people you know in the, the low middle uh, more options. I can explain this in a way that that you two understand because clearly <laughs> it's not getting through. Have you ever gotten in an argument with your significant other? Never. Oh come on! You, know, <laughs> you ever yeah. notice like when yeah, you what get kind of argument if viewers who understand who are in relationships. Well, your computer could count too, but if you're in a relationship, you get in an argument. Now, sometimes 
right. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm going to guess for Brad and Adam, it's very similar. You're always wrong. For no matter what, you think like, yeah, I okay, I'm right this time. I am right on this argument, right? Like, I am in the side of the righteousness. I am like Samuel L. Jackson, right? No, no, because I swear to God, getting in an argument with your wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend, if you're, I don't know what it is with me, but you're always going to end up getting that flipped around on you and you losing. Cause that's, that's why we know that that's how I absolutely know that there will be a ray tracing laptop. Well, <laughs> that actually makes any sense. Well, uh, rumor two has a good, uh, suggestion, you know, or not suggestion, but, uh, an option, uh, they can call it RTX, but what if it, uh, doesn't have ray tracing cores, but it does have tensor cores that, that does the DLSS. Is that still RTX? No. R Yes, it is, because RTX is their marketing term for that collection of technologies. Technically, it's RTX. I think people might disagree. Yeah. <laughs> well, but in the laptop, I mean, you know, sure, maybe you don't get the ray tracing cores, but in the laptop, the DL DLSS stuff, you know, could make a difference, right? Yep. I, yeah, I, definitely. You, I, look, I'm, I'm just telling you, as, as of all the arguments I've lost with my wife, the Internet's going to come back and bite their ass if there's no ray tracing in these new laptops. That's all I got to say. If there's no ray tracing, people are going to get angry. Well, Where's uh, my ray tracing? At least nobody in our chat is getting angry. So. Yeah, I know. I, that <laughs> comment, and it, what makes me, this comment's making me angry because it just made me realize that it's been months and we still don't have any DLSS games. True. And their whole thing is like, we'll use our supercomputer. We'll put your games in it. You can just release an update. We'll do a few for free. So we'll have all these games with DLSS. And there still hasn't been a single game yet. And I'm really bummed that none of those are out because it's like 25 games or something like that. I've said they're going to support it. And they still have it. And it's almost next year. Well, they're, they're going to. We, <laughs> we said we're going to at some point later. <laughs> uh, it'll happen. I'm going to guess it's. Oh, yeah. I'm just I was hoping DLSS. I expected ray tracing to take a long time. But since DLSS, the whole pitch was we'll just run it through our supercomputer. You release a software update. We'll put something out in GFE. Everything will be good to go. It'll be easy. It'll be free. I was hoping we'd see that roll out a little bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it is. It's I guess, you know, at some point you're like, ah, whatever. We're getting beat up anyway. So we'll just take our time to do it. Right. <laughs> You've already lost, Brad. You've already lost that argument with your your spouse. He's like, ah, whatever. It's, it's totally a tangent. But while I'm talking about RTX <laughs> stuff, man, that new Battlefield five driver update. Mm -hmm. dramatically increased ray tracing performance yeah so everyone at first you know when it came out everyone's like oh it barely runs at 1080p 60 with a 2080 ti and everyone said hey man this is the early days things can be optimized their very first update after that i mean you can run 60 frames per second at 1440p now with the 2080 ti nice. wow which is a big difference compared to running at 1080p with at uh, ultra ray tracing on yeah, with Ultra, hey. with the the settings jacked. Has it gotten any cheaper? The twenty eighty Ti. Huh. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. If you, is... if you can find one, they're much more expensive now. Actually, oh, <laughs> if really? you can find one, the more expensive ones. The twenty seventies and twenty eighties are actually easier. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess it makes sense because you know what you're you're a you're a baller as they say because you you know you, you play lots of basketball. You're, you're going to be going for the top end. Well, you know what? Like twenty seventy. There's a lot of people in chat saying they're still ticking, sticking with their ten eighty Ti's for now. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I have a ten eighty Ti. I'm not going to go run out and like, oh, I need a. It doesn't make any sense at this point. It only makes sense if you have one of those G Sync HDR monitors. Oh, yeah. Like, Getting a push past 60 frames per second at 4K, it might be worth it. But in general, 1080 Ti kicks ass still. It's still the third best card you can buy or second best card you could buy. But would you go out and buy 1080 Ti now for $700? Yeah, why not? You can't anymore, so no. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, then, I guess that's... No, I'm just saying it just doesn't... It never made any sense to buy old technology to me. Uh, Well, and the other option, Rusty says uh, that they saw a Titan RTX on sale for uh, $2,400 and... Twenty four hundred ninety eight dollars. So you just grab one of those. See, that's my other. See, I that's my rationale. Is there a, they also uh, for reasons why Titan RTX? Like, look at that. Like Nvidia, just like we don't care what you think. We're just gonna throw down like that card to just like like salt on the wound, right? Of everybody angry over pricing of a twenty eight Ti. Yeah, no, we're, we got a fix for you. We got a fix for you. That's that part is basically the quadro. I forget the name. If you're looking at it from a gamer perspective, that's like, what the hell? How is that, you know, whatever price that it is, like three grand or whatever. Yeah. But if you're looking at it as, I'm going to save 50% off the cost of this Quadro, just not to get the Quadro drivers, it's actually a steal. So I guess it's perspective. I guess. I, I just know that Titan has been marketed off and on as a very, very high-end enthusiast, you know, gaming card, not content creation. So At this point, it's firmly back, and it's initial prosumer i guess (laughs) or i'm just saying just like this is like this is like nvidia looking at you you people are angry like hey you're pissed off over that 1200 28 ti why don't you buy one of these then (laughs) yeah uh well yeah that's uh we'll see more rumors you know more speculation we we still have our uh our our episode already have my prediction where we're gonna have to do predict well you we're gonna have to write it down on paper so hold on to that prediction right um right but yeah well why don't we move to the uh the last topic so oh we yes can, uh, can wrap it up this is and this can be- we're gonna do the prediction episode next week spoiler alert for the people watching yep. uh if you guys wrote down my predictions last oh, year if you need to send that yeah. to me that would be great yes. because eating a bunch of line notebook paper last year after the show, I wasn't feeling so hot. Yeah, yeah. No, we need to send that. We'll overnight it. I got it. I, let me, I'll make a reminder. Um, cool. So here's the cool thing. Now, this has nothing to do with this, but I just want to have this in here because it's, it's the biggest ass dim I've ever seen. So much. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Mouse. Wait, this isn't the Corsair RGB RAM. It's not the Corsair RGB RAM, but I want to talk about craziness of RAM. This is a <laughs> double capacity dim, 32 gigs craziness because it's stacked up on top of each other. But. <laughs> this is a nutty thing. I saw a story on Tom's Hardware yesterday. Corsair is selling dummy RAM with RGB lights. And I actually checked. It's the Vengeance Pro R- Vengeance RGB Pro Light Enhancement Kit. I'm not even making that up. Can we see that? I don't even you can see you can, No, you can't, no, see, you can't see it. Yeah. You can't you can't see it, but it looks like just a pair of uh RGB dims. Um, but there ain't no memory in them. <laughs> RGB, nothing these days. It's funny because we're like, they're putting RGB on SSDs now. What could possibly be next? And it's 
fake rim. I, I'm, I'm, you know, but that, I mean, it's, I know, of course, people are like, oh, that's just stupid, but you know, I can see it. I, I honestly wouldn't mind, like, I, I just may run one dim, like one, like eight gigs of RAM, and then like three dummy dims, you know, just kind of, or maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll be able to Skylake X or Ryzen Box where it's just like all dummy dims. Like, it's all, it's just like packed. My C, my PC runs like crap, but it sure looks good. <laughs> yeah, and so it's. I mean, they look exactly. They've, you know, they and they've got contacts. They've got memory on top. And my guess is, it, it basically powers up the exact same way as a, as a regular dim. It, it just doesn't have the memory in it. Does that They're make you crazy? Customizable RGBs, just like yeah. any other RGB RAM. I mean, but- you know. I, I have a, our, our work boards, uh, you know, has uh, has empty slots. You might as well just fill in those empty slots with some cool lights, right? Right, especially if you're building a, a, a blingy. Yeah. Now, I, now, here's the thing <laughs> I, I was thinking, though. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Uh-oh. Like, why stop there? Why stop there? You know what? I'm, I have a business. I'm going to start selling, Brad. Okay. Adam, you can't say this online. People be, steal it. It's, yeah, I know. Well, I've already patented it. I'm gonna be selling RTX 2080 Ti cards, like fake ones, <laughs> which is nothing inside, but it looks just like it. So you like, I got three you got way. all those PCIe lanes. Yeah, I have three of them all connected. They light up because it'll be powered over PCIe. You can do your custom water cooling. Ain't to nothing it. in it. Ain't nothing in it. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be the other thing. Would be dummy water cooling. <laughs> Wait, how do you dummy water cool? If you mix that with RGB, so it looks like RGB water inside, like make it nice and blue, that might actually be pretty nice. You yeah. could just put put a one like one big water block that has some nice lights behind it, but it's not actually like piping anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you have the big radiators and everything, yeah, yeah. and all the fans, but <laughs> would the fans not even spin for the the fake thing? Uh, hey, at least uh, Uncle Elias on uh, on Twitch is he's in. He likes it dummy water I- cooling. Gigabyte did a, a kit like this too earlier this year. Oh yeah, uh, I think it was paired with. Yeah, somebody like, said I that. I think it was sold as like a kit of four RAM sticks, but only two of them were actually RAM. The other two were just to look good. But Corsair's selling this for forty bucks. Yeah, which and that's not cheap, but that's cheap enough that you know if you're looking for a gift for the gamer in your life, <laughs> and you know they got RGB RAM, forty bucks. Forty bucks per <laughs> stick. <laughs> No, for the pair. For, for the, the pair. pair. Okay, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. <laughs> well, that's that's just something that, eh, that's yeah. like a You know? Would you do it? I mean, you're right. I mean, forty dollars is like a stocking stuffer, sorta. Hey, listen. When when we did uh, Elena's RGB build, I, I guarantee you she would have got uh, forty dollars uh, to do, to do that. Yeah. And then why did she have to use four? Right? And she could have gone with two. Yeah, two dims. But no, that doesn't see. Look- that's cheaper. You save yourself money, but you still get the RGB. <laughs> I and I tell you, the really good gift is they will never know. You, they will never know. Like, <laughs> man, I gave you some. Oh, and they'll like. And then, of course, you'll talk to them like, oh, my system is so much faster after you gave me that RAM. Yeah, uh, yeah Elena in the chat, she she likes it. She 32 likes gigs it. is so much better than 16 gigs. It's, I've, I've tested it. It actually loads faster. Yeah, if you turn those lights red, it'll go even faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but you told me you got to stick it on red, right? On red. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, red goes red faster. Blue still- Got it, got it, got it. God, I bet people would think it would go faster. What do you think? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, Elena's clarifying. I didn't mean to uh, to mess up her words. She didn't say she liked it. She said, it makes sense if you want to fill two empty dim slots. What the heck kind of a statement is that? Yeah. That's like, was that like a press conference? It's like, let me clarify there. 
Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's just... impersonation. <laughs> what? It, it always, it's always a good that's impersonation. I, I do really good Bill Clinton. <laughs> I've worked on it for years. I actually vote on presidential candidates that I can do imitations of. Oh, got it, got it. Smart. <laughs> Bob Dole. I did a really good Bob Dole. I was really upset. I don't when think he lost. anyone remembers what he sounds like. I know it. You know it. American people know it. <laughs> that's that's the most famous Bob Dole. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not. I'm not against these. I mean, I think that's the epitome of RGB looks over functionality. But I'm fine with that. If you want to spend your money on that, I get forty bucks. That's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, but what is what is sixteen gigs of RGB RAM? Called? Probably a hundred bucks. A lot more than forty bucks. No. Oh, okay. Especially of RGB RAM. Forty's not bad. Okay, then forty's not bad. I just like the idea of just giving it to people and then them telling you how fast it is later. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've yeah, we've got PCs around here with empty slots. Fill them up. Fill them up. And you know, there are like, real. There's really counterfeit issues, right? People, it's craziness. Is they'll they'll counterfeit. You'll buy a, a 1080 and it'll be like a 1060 inside or something like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so like... flash the BIOS and it'll say, when it boots up, it'll say 1080, but it's not. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. And that's why you don't like to, you should not yeah. buy that used 1080 Ti for $100. Yeah. That's yeah. a good deal. You buy this for somebody and it turns out they have like G skill low profile RAM. <laughs> and so it's got G skill low profile red <laughs> RAM to this gigantic Vengeance Pro RGB thing. I, I yeah, where does it stop? I I'm by the way, I've been I've already my business selling my um dummy RTX cards is already branched out. I now also sell thousand and fifteen hundred watt power supply upgrades. <laughs> They're magnetic, <laughs> so nice. you can move it to any new build easily. You just put it on the side, it's gonna Nice. Uh do do we have some time to take uh, oh. some random questions? Yeah, let's uh, go. All right. Well, uh, I just I put it in the chat. Uh, if you got any random questions, uh, I mean, you can even talk about stuff we talked about earlier. Uh, get, get it in now uh, and tag me at PC World so uh, I definitely see it. Uh, so uh, Vignesh uh, has first question: uh, Dream specs for Zen two architecture CPUs from the panel. Dream specs. Pretty much what we've seen. Holy smokes! If they really push out sixteen core. 32 count AM4 base CPUs for what Adore TV claims uh, those specs are that he got leaked. Then that that would be really. I mean, how how do you? There's no way to paint that as anything else but a, a solid, amazing feature. That is a dream spec, but for me, if they're able to stick with the improvements they made in Ryzen second gen second gen ryzen we you know with the uh xfr and all that stuff taking the overclock as high it can go automatically and then just get those clock speeds up to like 4.8 something like that i would be very happy with the existing you know four core eight thread six core 12 thread eight core 16 thread five gigahertz xfr pushes as hard as it can go i'd be very happy with that I mean, and that's, yeah, and again, so part of the the dream spec is, um, again, 16-core Ryzen 9 AM4, 4.3 gigahertz base. <laughs> I'd be really happy with that. And 5.1 on turbo would be like, yeah, that's... And I have and an 18X in my personal rig, and it can't hit that overclocked. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Yeah. There was there was a there was a a wall at four, right? 
Uh, all right, we we got some more questions piling in, so let's uh, let's sling through them real quick. Uh, Wing Dog on YouTube, uh, does that double stack RAM work on any motherboard, Gordon? It does not. In fact, it only works on one. Oh, which is, well, on three boards, one of which is the Maximus um, huh. Eleven Gene. Had it here under the table. What? Busted it out because I, I, this, it was actually sent. So, because it's one of those that actually works. This is Zadak memory. We have a video on the website. Um, it does only work in some things. Uh, you know, it's best in the dual slot configuration, makes more sense. So, because you really, uh, remember, Coffee Lake doesn't address more than 64 gigs anyway, right? So, nice. Uh, all right. Uh, Jason. Uh, on YouTube, uh, when do you think RTX will be mainstream in most games? Prediction? Years. 2022. That sounds four good. or five years. And, and when you say most games, it'll be four or five years at the least, if it happens. So, Yeah. It's always further out than you think. Like like we've said, I've I've said a bunch of times when we've been discussing this. DirectX 12 came out. It has a bunch of benefits if you know you take the time to optimize for it. We're only just now, over the latter half of this year, starting to see a lot of games come out with DirectX 12 because it takes three or four years for these major games to get through development. So, all right. Uh, over on Twitch, uh, spicy teriyaki. Uh, have you got any G Skill Trident Z Gold RAM for review? I do not, but I can tell you this RAM is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whew, it's hot in here. Uh, that's the RAM that I think Elena is working on trying to get, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she the, is. Yep, yep. What is yeah. it, solid gold or something like that? Bling, bling. From gold member? Awesome I don't know if it's solid, gold, but it's gold it's looking, at least. <laughs> it's really gold? No. I would, that's, of course it's not gold. Oh. No. It's, it's gold colored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's I mean... But solid gold plated, maybe? I mean, like, no. No, okay, no, not, not even. That. Not even. Yeah, come on. RAM is already expensive enough. She's going to build her Chinese New Year one, right in gold. Uh, yes. Uh, also on Twitch, uh, is it a good idea to buy a laser keyboard for gaming? I'm assuming he's talking about the... Uh, Optical. Optical uh, yeah, base. which I'm using on my desk after Hayden reviewed. I've been using it on my desk uh, at work, but I, I haven't been gaming on it, so... It, it, it's not, I mean, it's better than what came with your computer. I'm, <laughs> for me, I'm always going to say you should get a mechanical keyboard if you're fine with that. But, I mean, if you get a good laser keyboard, it's better than what came with your computer. Yeah, and I, I got to say, I, I think it's it's just, a, for the most part, marketing fluff for unless you're just like a serious, like, badass gamer. For yeah. most of us... Yeah. We we're not you know but, this it's classic the marketing of gaming hardware is like the marketing of tennis shoes little sneakers right yeah. basketball shoes ain't no way whatever shoe I buy is gonna make me shoot or play like Steph Curry but <laughs> I like wearing Steph's or LeBron's shoes because it's like yeah it's, <laughs> but it is no you are not gonna you're not gonna get you any closer to no. it you'll feel better because you have the LeBron shoe or whatever. That you stood in line yeah, for it again? I don't, I don't agree, at least as far as mechanical keyboards. I think they're genuinely more comfortable and give you more tactile feedback and response than, like like I said, the stuff that comes with your big box PCs. I I agree that, yes, I enjoy it for typing. Will it, Does it actually make you a better gamer? 
I would say no. no. Would, it doesn't make you an actual better gamer. But it's just like the shoes. <laughs> you just pay $200 for a pair of sneakers. It doesn't make you any better. Also, but, uh, before I tried this uh, Razor Hunt, Huntsman Elite, I was I had switched over to blues. Uh, and these are these are quite comfortable to, to, to cherry blues. Uh, a little louder, uh, but have a, a shorter actuation. So, yeah. Cherry blues are already plenty loud. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's something about the, the, the actual click or if it's the, the case it's in, but it's, yeah, it is noticeable. Does it make you a better player? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, so to keep going with, uh, questions, uh, are you going to be doing a review of that, that, uh, that motherboard, Gordon? Elo has asked. We're probably not going to do a board review because really to do motherboard reviews takes a, an intense amount of time, but I do want to crank it up because it is a bizarre motherboard. It's, it's micro, look, go look at the video. It's micro ATX, but it's more of a, a mini ITX plus than a micro ATX. So. <laughs> very very different micro ATX board. So it's a, a micro ATX with gigantic RAM sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did things like they all, there's only four uh there's only two dim slots instead of so they used the other so it doesn't have four which you can fit into micro ATX easily. You can't do that in mini ITX. Yep. And typically micro ATX has uh up to you know two to three PCIe um you know by 16s they're they're only going to run one. So it, the features are very much like we are taking the space of micro ATX that nobody uses and we're going to make it a better board, you know, bigger VRMs and all kinds of stuff to, to make it better. And also support for big ass memory slots. <laughs> memory. I mean, look at this thing. It's giant. That's my phone. Right? That's just... <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, keeping it going. Uh, Naga K on YouTube is asking rec- recommendations for a B450 motherboard. I have not tested B450, but I tested a bunch of B350, and I found that Gigabyte's Aorus, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that, gaming boards were, I found them all to be, I tested the Gaming 5 and the Gaming 7, and I found them both very reliable and updated frequently. So personally, if I was shopping for a board, maybe that's where I would go. All right. Uh, can we go a couple more? We we got some time, or yeah. do we? Uh, yeah. Will is asking. Uh, wouldn't you agree that a eighty eighty six K with its higher clocks could be a better CPU for games than the ninety nine hundred K? Yes. No. Depends on the game. Yeah, it depends on the game. We're living DirectX twelve, right? You need more cores. You need more cores. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. It just. It all sort of depends. Yeah. It could definitely be. Uh, a better choice for someone who's going to uh, overclock it, but um, clearly 9900K is a, it's a pretty fast chip, right? Uh, yeah, if you're looking to just game, though, I think, although we haven't tested it, off the top of my head spitballing, I would think the 8086K would hold up pretty well there if you overclock it, because it can get over 5 gigahertz, so, and you know, it's $100 less than the 9900K. If you don't need the extra two cores and four threads, then... You know, maybe I'd lean towards the 8086K. Well, I and actually, I would say I would say no, because the 8086K is just because it's a cool-ass CPU to have, because it's 8086. I would mm-hmm. say just get an 8700K, if you're going to, okay. right? Because why spend money for 8086K? What, yeah, it's, it's got higher clocks. It's a better bin and all that, but do you need that for the games you're running? No, no. I mean, if you don't need it, then there's no yeah, reason was... to 8086K. But, but to be fair, though... Why is it people are holding this against uh, 9900K, right? I'm just, I just want to be, 
if you're going to say Ryzen is better because it has more cores, so it's future-proof, that same standard also holds for 9900K. It's got more cores. It's future-proof, right? If you use that same logic. It's $500 compared well, to 300 bucks for this. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we're not talking about price, price performance. I'm talking about just simply, you, but you can't now suddenly make that not a factor. If, if people that's, are going to say, oh, I need eight cores for the future. Hey, that's cool. More power to you. I, I think it's a great choice. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that also applies to 9900K. You can't suddenly like, I sometimes feel like people are just trying to find things to, to spit on, you know, whatever a thing is. Yeah, uh, and well, and people are saying the overclock is better for the uh, 8086K. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, right? I, I agree with you, Gordon, but I would also say that if you're looking at it purely from a gameplay perspective and looking to get those higher clocks, six cores and 12 threads is enough for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's plenty. If you want to 100 bucks, if you want to save the 100 bucks or whatever. Look, you know, I, I'm... I, can, I, I agree with you. I think people do look for reasons <laughs> to dump on things. But there are reasons why that might be a better purchase depending on what your workload oh, is. Oh, it's I, honestly, <laughs> and, I, and I can say it is totally like, yeah, that is an entirely defensible position. There's nothing wrong with it. Hey, it's your money. Go spend it. But... I just want people to be consistent. They can't like go, oh, uh, Ryzen 7 2700X versus 8700K, right? Well, mm-hmm. why the hell would I buy a six core where I can get eight cores and I'm future proof, right? Well, then you need to also go, of course, 2700X is a great deal, right? That's, of course, outside of the pricing. So, uh, all right. Uh, a couple more, no more questions. Uh, we're cutting it off. Uh, Pick pick one. Uh, Stan is asking Alienware M15 1070 Max Q or a similar config on a Razer Blade 15. Which you'd rather have? Uh, I have not actually reviewed the M15 yet. I, I I'd go Razer. The, the Razer is smaller, if I remember right. I'd have to see them side by side. I think, and I think we sort of addressed this before, but you know, they're they're two really good brands, well recognized. One is very much has the supply chain of of Dell. And one is very much like a, a smaller design firm. You know, it, Alienware sells, I'm sure, hundreds of thousands, if not into the millions of, of laptops. And Razer probably sells a fraction of that. So the parts are out there, all those kind of things. Uh, I do like the way the, the Razer feels with the all aluminum finish and all that stuff. Uh, the, the, the Alienware is also, I, I believe, uh, magnesium as well. But it just doesn't, you know, that sort of like all black mystique that they have going on with Razor is nice. So I I, I have to see the, the, the Alienware first, though. Uh, Brad, what do you think? Do you have a preference? I'm not. I don't know what the M15 is off the top of my head. So, no. Okay. Uh, it was the Alienware's new rebranding, uh, the smaller, thinner, lighter. I, although I will say I think the performance, I don't know, but I think the performance of Alienware, Alienware will be better. The Razor Blade is pushing the power envelope for the size that it is. It is incredibly tiny for the amount of power it packs. So you give up clocks in the CPU unless you set it into run fans at max speed mode. So be advised. All right. Uh, last serious question, and then one more to to finish it off. Uh, Rusty's asking, if Lisa Sue picked Gordon and Brad to become the head marketing of RTG, how would they market AMD GPUs to try to capture more mind share and furthermore, more market share? Today we learned Rusty's an AMD recruiter in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's your answer, though, Brad? So we're talking about... Spin it. We're, we're, so, I... like, you're coming up. You're doing the marketing for Navi. 
Yep. You're you've got you've got RTX. Nvidia's already shown its cards. Intel still hiding its cards, but a long time away. Well, it's going to depend on what Navi actually is capable of, but I think in general, I would probably push the stuff that they've been pushing. They've been, you know, FreeSync is an awesome value proposition that NVIDIA has no answer for at the lower end. Uh, Vega graphics in those Ryzen APUs are freaking great. Same thing. Uh, I'd be pushing that, the value proposition. I'd be pushing FreeSync makes it smoother, makes it, you know, whatnot. I would probably maybe pay for some ads that get that out there a little bit more because I think Intel and NVIDIA spend money on those things. AMD doesn't necessarily, and that makes a difference. Uh, and if Navi comes out and it loads up on shader cores uh, and doesn't have, you know, ray tracing style stuff, like I was saying a couple episodes ago, I'd be playing up the, hey, man, if you want to play, you know, with ray tracing in those five games, go right ahead, spend twice as much. But if you want to get faster performance right here, right now, in the games that you're playing today, come check this out. Boom. Yeah, same thing. I would market I would market NVIDIA's uh, clear weakness and headwinds with ray tracing against them. You mm-hmm. know, you'd make fun of, like, you know, are you really going to stop and look at these sort of reflections, you know, kind of thing. I'd... Definitely, if the performance is better and the price is better and you've got free sync, it's pretty easy to beat up on them. I would probably get, I think if they got in their face a little bit about it, because the mm-hmm. the, the backlash against ray tracing has been so intense, probably more intense than I think even they expected. And I think, frankly, most of us expected because it is a cool new feature. But I would definitely, it's that's, it's a huge, it looks like it's amazing, right? Because it's supposed to be like, this was the strength of RTX and it's turned into a weakness of REMD. You like, you hammer them on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I got to say, uh, great. Why don't you buy, if you're buying a card to play games in 2026, why don't you buy our card, which is faster, cheaper right now. And then in 2026, buy another card. And you get free games. And your free games. So, you know. That's going to need new hardware, though, because Vega right now isn't, <laughs> ain't going to cut it. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not really RTG, but just sitting here thinking about it, I would also play up the Ryzen APUs and Fortnite. Like, I would be oh, yeah. pushing the hell out of that. Like, hey, man, Fortnite spend powered 100 by bucks. AMD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, get your kid this thing for Christmas. This oh is a Fortnite. God. This will be excellent at Fortnite. It'll cost you 300 bucks. They'll be set for a long time. Fortnite ain't going anywhere. It's not getting any more strenuous. <laughs> is it me or just like, that's just a weird-ass game. I'm just like, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's just, fun. You know, is it? Yeah, I, play, just, I play here and there. I don't understand it. I just don't like, like, what is this? Like, kind yeah, of pirate steampunk thing? Yeah, it's just a shooter. Uh, I yeah, just shoot. with, I don't like even pirate steampunk theme. I don't know. It's weird. It makes it run run easy when you don't have realistic graphics. All right, last question, and we'll get out of here. David on YouTube is asking, is Santa real? Ask your parents. Yes, Santa is real. In fact, he has just put a strike down against you. Ooh. You were going to get uh, two... Two of these uh, 32 gig dings. Santa's <laughs> like, I heard that. I'm going to give you some of these Corsair RGB lighting kits <laughs> fake, instead. Fake sticks. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, hopefully, next week, we, I'm going to take it out we're, now. We're going to have, yeah, we're we going to have, have two time? shows next week. We're really going to we, we got, shows? yeah, we've got the, uh, we got to eat our paper and mm. uh, do the awards. Uh, and then that last show is going to be predictions for 2019. I may take my paper in suppository form. 
Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> goodness. Yeah, we just ain't. Tune in for that. There will be no Disney sponsorship. <laughs> Definitely no. Yeah, we're Disney done. 2019, no Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we just start cussing in 2019. Okay, check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and also leave a review on iTunes every time you do. Somebody makes some new fake hardware to sell. <laughs> Send questions and comments to the Full Nerd at PCWorld.com. Seriously, all I ever get is spam. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Young with Brad Charkis. Counting down the days to holiday break. And Adam Patrick Murray's hitting the off switch. Santa's not real. What? <laughs>